Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. Hey everyone, I'm Brian Austin Green. I'm Shauna Burgess. And I'm Randy Spelling. And you are listening to Oldish, an iHeartRadio podcast. What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> hey, hey. Wait, does anyone even know where that's from anymore? Isn't that really from Scream? Oh, was no, that, that was Martin? What's up, right? What, what's up? Wasn't that from the no, movie what? Scream? No, what was that from? Wait, we are oldish no. at this point. We are the only <laughs> ones that are going to know. from the movie Scream. No way. <laughs> no, wasn't there a parody movie on Scream? Yes, there was. There was a parody movie and someone was oh, wearing with the, the Scream Wayne, mask. with the Wayans With brothers. the Wayans. Is that, and yes, and that's who, that's what it was from, right? Scary movie. Scary, scary movie. movie. Thank Wait, you so much. Tori was in Scary Movie, wasn't Tori she? Tori was in Scary. I think she was in <laughs> Four or something. Oh that's my so God. Great. I love Full Sharda. circle. Look at this. How did you pull that out? What? I don't li- no. What do you mean? I'm 38. This is like my generation, my era. I, I watched that. That was, that was a, a big movie. That's her jam. That's my jam. Well, it yeah. wasn't. Eh, kind of it was my era at least. Um, but yeah, all right. Here we are, oldish. Talking about was that at the 90s or 2000s? That movie. 90s. 90s. That was in the 90s. That yeah, was yeah. definitely a 90s jam. Yeah, I do love 90s jams. Okay. All right. You know it's, this about me. It's we super bonded help, about super 90s helpful music. for me because that's literally the the only decade that I'm very familiar with. <laughs> I love it. Guys. My my memory quit somewhere around 2001, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> Me um, too to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. kicking myself I didn't save all my old 90s clothes, my, right? my big baggy sweatsuits. Do you I know mean, how trendy you'd style. be right now? I'm not kicking myself at all, although we probably could have made some money with that stuff. That Ooh, I think, vintage, it's like straight vintage. Yeah, yeah. I was um, uh, buying clothes as a present um, for a birthday recently uh, for an, uh, an 11-year-old a girl, right? And you're just looking at them like these aren't. Well, I wore these. Mm-hmm. This is like '90s jeans, like the baggy jeans on the right. hips. I and threw the, this stuff out. The like merch 20 years tees ago. or the what? Yeah. What do you yeah. mean? This is what kids are into now. Yeah. Oh God, I sound like my mother. She used to tell me that she wishes that she saved her platform shoes and her jeans and her whatnot. And I was like, whatever, woo. But look, if she did save them, that would be some real vintage items. Right. It's true. Honor. Yeah. Honor the woo. Honor the <laughs> woo. I love right. that. I, Randy, I'm going to tell her you said that. She's going to giggle. She has a good giggle. I love it. Hey, we chopped vegetables together. I was trying to get in good graces. <laughs> That's right. You did. That is right. I, you know, I don't know why this just came to mind, but my mom has a term that I love. It has zero to do with what we're talking about. Pickled. 
pickled. Do you know yeah, what pickled? That we were just wait. It was it, <laughs> where, it was we? something we something we did before. We were talking about Australian terms on this last. I don't last even know if this we is Australian, doing. but yeah. But so her mom says whenever uh, she's had a little too much to drink that she's pickled. She says she's a bit she's pickled. pickled. She's a bit pickled. I died laughing. But it makes when she sense. That. You you hear and you go okay. Yeah, All right, I've but that a, makes sense. I've been a bit pickled before. Yeah, I get it. It's just pickled. like that. Yeah, a little bit merry. You yeah, know? totally. You've had a, you've yeah. Had a, a couple glasses of that. wine. A little, <laughs> little, uh, little joy. Especially yeah. when she says it with her little giggle. It's the yeah. best. Pickled with a giggle. Oldish. Come get pickled with us. That'll oh be God. our new, that's our, our new. Oh my God. Um, that when, when we do a tour. That's our new tagline. Our after party should say, come get pickled. Dude, our, our <laughs> merch should all be oldish. And then, you know. We should have pickles. Everyone except Randy. We should have pickles just right with now. gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> <In class>. um, <laughs> I say we get into this episode because this is the Q and A uh, directly following our grief episode. And what an amazing episode that was! was so ma- and Kelly Kelly Rizzo once again, thank you so much for uh, for being here for and, and being a part of the the discussion because that was that was a fantastic one and mm. and we've gotten such amazing response from people that have that have listened to it. And just and sharing have questions their stories. Of their own. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But we do have a bunch of questions today, and we also have some live callers that we're going to get so into. So I think we want to get into the live caller right now, right? Sounds good to me. Uh, I believe we have Janine with us. Hi, Janine. Hi, Janine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. We are so good. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Brian. I met you at a 90s con. Oh, did, did we meet? That yes. was Boy, that was something else, wasn't it? It was. If you remember Truffle the dog, that was me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> As I absolutely remember Truffle the dog. I love that name. How could anyone forget a dog by the name of Truffle? Cannot. Cannot. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'll start with kind of give you some background and some context. Okay. Um, okay. So a friend who I've had a really close relationship, friendship with, um, who I still care about very much, has recently distanced herself from me. Um, and there's not really a lot of answers to my communication. So I'm only left with my guesses as to mm-hmm. why. Um, but I feel like in order to protect myself and my heart that I really need to kind of let it go and kind of understand that like this friendship might have run its course, but I'm really grieving a lot about it. So mm. how, how do you grieve something and somebody that's still alive and still peripherally a part of your life, but not right. necessarily in your life anymore? Janine, that's such an incredible question. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Randy. Yeah, Janine, I can I can feel your emotion um, as you as you talk about this. It feels <laughs> like it's right here. Um, so, look, number one, when someone doesn't give any answers or they ghost, I feel that that says more about them, whether they have a hard time with confrontation, whether uh, it, it's something about them, but then it leaves you with all of these answers and what ifs, and you're left to your own devices to try and fill in the blank. Have you been filling in the blanks? Yeah, I think I think it's natural <laughs> to do yeah, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I, yeah. And out of curiosity, what has come up? What have you landed on? Um, there's peripheral people in their life that I think has swayed them kind of maybe against our friendship, hmm. possibly. Um, I'm not sure that, I mean, or maybe there was just too close, um, and needed some space, but I don't, I don't know. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah. So when you think about not having this relationship anymore or it not, you said it may have run its course. What are you left with? What are your feelings around it? Um, I guess mostly sadness. Sadness of the, of the loss of what you had before or sadness of, of move, moving on without? I guess a bit of both. Mm. A bit of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, from my, from my experience uh, in having friends and relationships, first thing I'm, I, I always try and remain open to is the concept that sometimes relationships do run their course and they're, they're in your life for the period of time that they're supposed to be. Um, I've talked about paths before, but I'm a big believer in uh, 
you're either on a, a comparable path with somebody that, that's in your life, and so you you travel it with them, or paths go in different directions. It does not mean that those paths uh, couldn't possibly cross again and 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 find their way back to each other. Um, but it's kind of, I mean, you can you can only do, in my opinion, you can only do what you can do on your side. You can be consistently yourself. You can be as loving and as kind and um, as supportive as you can. If that isn't received, um, there's nothing you can do about that, mm. I don't think. I, I think at that point, you you need to be able to step away um, feeling uh, proud of yourself for the fact that you really tried everything you could. You you were there, you listened, you tried asking all the right questions, you you tried um, filling whatever space that, that might have been there, but then at some point you have to go, okay, I I did what I can do. That That is the absolute, I gave it a thousand percent of myself. And then you walk away from it knowing I did everything I could. Um, now it's kind of a, a waiting game and you sort of, have to move on with your life and then if those paths come back together then they do and it's a and it's an incredibly joyous moment and uh if they don't you always have the memory with those people of times that were that were amazing that were great i i uh i love that baby i love that you know having gratitude for what you had with that person and i i wonder if and adding on to the end of what bry said you can share that gratitude with them. I don't know if you've done this yet, but, and Randy, you can tell me if this is a good idea or not. What if you were to send them a final, you know, message letter, however you would normally communicate in not asking the questions of why, why, why anymore or demanding anything back from them, but to simply show deep love and gratitude for the time that you did have just a, a and everything that you could ever want to say about the memories you shared and the moments in life that you've been through with each other and how very grateful you are to this human being for sharing in those moments with you that you will always love them and you will always always be there should they ever um, wish to connect with you again um, and that for your mental health I mean I, I think you should be able to say this but for for your heart you have to um, have this be your last moment of reaching out, but you are always, always open should they ever want to come back to you. And know that you're sending that off without the hope of something coming back to you, but simply in having your closure and saying, I love you. Yeah, it's a closure I love for you, you and sure. all of these things that we shared and thank you. And if there is anything else, I am grateful that we had that because I would rather have this than have never had it at all. So thank you for being in my life and thank you for being this person in my life and share personal things of what that means to you, right? All of it. And then let it go. Let it go and let them go and let them live in whatever this is that they they have going on because you you can't control it. And waiting for something to change will only send you deeper into madness because you don't know what's going on over there, you know, or well, with that person. But at the very least, you can give them love and gratitude Maybe and send so them good. on their way. Randy, if you disagree with that, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have our first fight right now. <laughs> I don't disagree. Okay. So to to pull through what both of you are saying, number one, have you done everything that you feel you need to do? Because Brian was saying, do do your part. If there's anything oh, yeah. else that that is left undone or said, so is there anything that you feel that you still need to do or say? Well, I guess I haven't really gone really strong. I mean, Sharna's thing about really going like that, because part of me has been wondering, do I really keep trying to say something or do I just let it go? So I don't think I've done everything. No. Okay. I don't so think it's about then. going strong though. And that's like, it's it. Uh, my, my opinion is finding that line of it's, it's closure for you. Yes. It's, it yeah. is, it is for you to acknowledge with someone, um, how much you, you love them and you care about them and you care about their well being but you also care about your own. You can tell that that person is trying to sort of move off and do do their own stuff, and you completely respect and honor that. 
Um, but just letting them know that like, I, you're no longer going to be there just like a puppy dog waiting. You're going to move on with your life. Um, but that your doors is always, is always open, that you're always there for them. And if they, if they come back around and, and want to be there, um, they don't really have to try very hard. You'll, you'll be there anyway. Yeah. You love them. Yeah. I, I think I love what you said, Brian. I love what you said, Sharna. I think, uh, there is a, a major point that Sharna said, and you could do whatever version feels right to you, right? If you want to yeah. say all the things and you can, if you want to say some things that just feel, okay, this is enough. This is closure for me. I'm going to say what I need to say Mm -hmm. and reserve whatever else that's fine too. As long as, and Sharna made this point, you don't expect anything back. I would say, wait to send that letter or text or message or whatever it is, have that conversation until you're at the point where you don't expect anything back. You're good mm. just where you can hit send that. and know like that's that yeah. was the final. Yeah. And you're okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Is that helping? Yeah, no. I think it's a good advice for sure. I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. That's it's a, an emotional don't thing. Don't, don't apologize that. Don't that's be like sorry. apologizing for being human. It's an emotional thing. It's a connection. That Growth in the unknown is is scary and is hard. Um and, and it's hard for people that, that really passionately care about it, but it is, it's a part of life. Uh, it, it's, it's what it is. And, and the more, the more you can kind of take to heart the fact that, as I said, you've done everything that you could do. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you just have to set it free. And if it comes back, it comes back. And if it doesn't no, Hey, the memory of what we had is amazing and I'll never, ever forget it and I'll never stop loving you for it. Mm. And then you go out and you you move into the next part of your life, uh, the next part of your relationships with people, whatever they, they may be. Mm-hmm. And if space is created by this relationship going away, it mm. means that there's a space to be filled, that something is opening up for you for something else to come in, in a new way, in a different way. And part of this has to be, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying you caused it, but there you're in this meaning, Hey, if this relationship goes away, then there's another, it makes space for another relationship that can maybe serve you where you're at now and meet you where you're at in a, in a better way, uh, based on, you know, what is going to happen in your life next. Mm. Yes. I like that. Janine, thank you so much for calling us and sharing uh, your question with us. I, I hope the things that we've said are helpful and we absolutely wish you all the best with it. They have been. Thank you so much. So uh, good to see you again, Janine. <laughs> you too. And I'll okay. give kisses to Truffle for you too. Say hi to Truffle. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you. Wait, me too. Me too. <laughs> for sure, you too. Yeah. Bye, Janine. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was such a good question. Such a good Such a thing. hard question yeah. too. Like that makes you realize grieving is not just about people that have passed. We talked about that. It can be about anything. And this is about someone that is still here, but she no longer had connection with. I'm really wishing her all the best. Yeah, grief, grief is just that feeling of loss for some people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it takes many different forms, but um, it doesn't mean that it hurts any more or any less. Absolutely. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. We actually have our next live caller here, so we're jumping straight in. Do we have Mary Beth with us? Yes. Hi, Mary Beth. How are you? Good. I met you at 90s Con, Brian. Did you? Yes. Second one. (laughs) I I, love this. I hope it was a good experience for you and not a... Why is this line taking so long? This is no, ridiculous. This no, guy was, sucks at these things. No, it was great. You were so amazing. And my daughter now thinks we're best friends for as long as you talk to me. <laughs> I love that. That's what he does. He makes everyone feels like they're an old friend. It's really special the way Brian can make people feel. I love yeah. that about him. I'm glad yeah. you got to experience it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Mary Beth, you have a question for us today. I do. Yes. Um, I've had two major losses in my life. Um, My older brother um, passed in 2006 from suicide and then my dad died in 2017. So both of their losses have been really hard on me. So every time it comes to like birthdays and the anniversaries of their death, it's really hard. So I was just looking for advice on how to get through those times. Holidays and birthdays. That's a beautiful, yeah. big question, Mary Beth. And I'm really sorry for your loss that you've experienced. That's Thank a, you. yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Randy? Yeah, I share the same sentiment. I'm sorry for your loss. It must be really tough. In terms of those days, how do you show up in those days? What happens? Can you explain to us a little? Because I think it would be really helpful for other people to hear as well. Uh, yeah, it's like... <laughs> The anniversary of both their deaths are near, um, like one's at the end of March and the other's like beginning of April. So it's like I feel a shift in my mood. I, I feel like I'm sad and like withdrawn. And then I realize what dates are coming up. And it's every year that this happens. It's just like I feel almost like like when it was going, like when it first happened, like I felt like this darkness over me like mm-hmm. the, the depression mm-hmm. and I almost feel like that starts to come back during those times not as bad not as severe but it's like it starts to creep back in have you ever tried something like EMDR I don't know what that is no, it what is, is that? a a type of therapy and it helps to reprogram certain traumatic memories. So it's a way of working with trauma where it's not just talk therapy where you're going through it, uh, talking about it, but it it has to do with eye movements. And what happens is through uh, eye movements, it brings up emotion. And then with a skilled therapist, it works to repattern it. So you don't have the same feeling or memory based around it okay interesting so it reprograms how it would work like what triggers you or what emotions it triggers the the experience so a lot of times what happens i mean look think of holidays right um not just uh, the the loss of someone but if you look at uh christmas or birthday every year we get kind of trained to go okay this is the holiday. And then you have all of these associations with that holiday, whether good or bad. I remember this thing happened Christmas. It was terrible. And now around Christmas, it's very hard for me to 
I'm just giving an example, right. very hard for uh, me to show up in that holiday. I know a lot of people feel like that, or you have joyous memories and it's so great and you can't wait every year for that time of year. So I think what's happening is you're coming back to this loop of association of this time that was extremely hard and dark in your life. And just the idea of nearing that time triggers the memories and associations back to that time. I mean, do you kind of almost feel in a way that you relive some of those moments every year? Yeah. Yeah. Mary Beth, how do you, um, how do you deal with those days when you're in them? Uh, what, what do yeah, the what days do do? normally consist of for you? You when you wake up in the morning on the morning of, how does that day usually go? Well, I always do like a social media post. So I don't, and I also wonder, like, do people think, oh God, here she is again. Her brother's been gone 17 years and posting mm -hmm. about him, but it makes me feel better to do it. But then it's like, also like, I'm sad. I'm thinking about what led up to like, especially with my brother. It's like, I, I think about like how he had shared how he was feeling. And like, so I have the guilt with him that maybe I could have done something different. And then yeah. like, I don't have my dad to talk to anymore. And I was very close to him. So I don't have his guidance anymore. So I feel very sad. Mm -hmm. um, so if I don't like go and do something and like get out of the house, then I'm just like wanting to stay in bed and be like, depressed so i try to like be with my family do something with my friends just get out and or just go walk like sometimes if right. i just go outside mary and be in the fresh air like that helps mary beth there's something that you said there that is um that is a huge uh thing not to be ignored right and it's a big key i think to your healing here is that you still feel guilt mm -hmm. and i think what for you to truly heal from these experiences that you need to revisit that and have a look at why you're experiencing this because you shouldn't, you shouldn't need to, this is not yours to wear, but you are wearing it still. And I think there's maybe also involved some sort of guilt of what happens if you don't wear it and you let go of it. Does that mean that you don't care anymore? And yeah. so you continue to burden yourself with this every day and, and you call it upon yourself to feel it because it validates everything and it's this cycle that we can get ourselves into. But it's only keeping you stuck in there. It's not allowing you to to live and move and grow like your brother and your dad would want you to. They, The last thing they would want is for you to be sitting with this pain and this grief and this guilt. And I think the greatest thing that you can do for yourself is revisit why you're feeling that and work through that with with a therapist and with a professional. And as Randy suggested, there are many different types of therapy that aren't just talking about it that can help you go to a deeper place and to unlock um, where these emotions are coming from and what's creating them and help you release them. Randy, I think you would have much more to say um, right now about this yeah. and where's in where Mary Beth can go. But I think that is what you need to do is look at that. Randy, I was, I was actually going to ask you, and uh, I mean, this is obviously directly connected to, to Mary Beth, but I, I think for people that are in similar situations, are there, are there benefits to you in someone waking up on those days and reprogramming what it is they've normally done to try and get themselves out of a habit that pulls them back into a certain feeling and instead trying to create new healthy habits that help them work through those days easier? It seems like there are benefits to it. So again, those same associations trigger the same thing in the brain and then trigger the same feelings in the body. And it's just a loop over and over. So like you said, not isolating, going and being with family, getting out of the house. I, I would suggest even going further, could you do something drastically different? Uh, maybe there's this like radical honoring of mm. them and their right, life some in some way. Some celebration of their life that you could instead, uh, instead yeah. make those days out of. But something physical, 
right. not just an idea, not just going through the motions, but really something physical, whether it's, it's like out balloons, of the place. Like balloons showing up and having like an actual celebration, inviting people over and like celebrating the life of something like that. Is that what you... Or what, like, sorry, I actually do want to get back to the ways that you can work through in finding your why and this guilt that you're feeling. But I love this suggestion of Brian. What if there was a bucket list of things that your brother and your dad would have wanted to do with their life, right? Some things that they could have found really fun that could have been a hike or a country to visit or a something. And each year on those days, on their birthdays, you do a bucket list item for them. And you, and you, you just take something the off energy for them. of them. You with take you them. Yeah. On that while experience. You do them. I love that. That's really great. Thank you for that suggestion. Of course. A, I think that's, I feel that in my heart. I feel that in my heart. It gives me feelings. Like that's what I would want to do for someone. Yeah. Um, to build that list of experiences that you want to give them and you get to share with their spirit and, and show them those things. I love that. But I do also think it's incredibly important for you to address this guilt that you're feeling. I, I agree. I think the other one gets out of the normal pattern. It also gets you to affirm and celebrate life in the fact that you are alive, you're here bring them with you in your life because you are alive. Mm. The other part of that is dealing with the stages of guilt, right? The, uh, the stages of grief, one of them being guilt, guilt asking yeah. those questions. What if I could have done something different? That is a normal part of grief, but holding on to that will just keep bringing you back to the same place. So, there's, uh, there's something called the Dougie Center. You can look them up. They uh, do really well in terms of uh, dealing with grief. There are uh, therapists. There, Like I said, EMDR is a very powerful modality if that's something that resonates with you. Um, but look into doing a little bit of work around this to be able to let that go. And then hopefully on those times, on th uh, those days for your dad and your brother, that you can do something like Sharna said, a bucket list item, something, what were they into? What did they like? What would they have appreciated and bring them with you? And you get to do those things and really honor them in that way, but also honor yourself that you are here, you're alive, not yeah. just to be stuck in the loss, but to start to thrive in your life. Moving Mary forward. Beth, it's only, it's only your past. If you, keep it back there if it's still a part of your present day then uh then that's exactly where it is and that's where it'll it'll remain you have to make a conscious effort i believe to put things in the past that you want to be past and and only keep things around you presently that you want to be part of your life today and moving forward okay no one means to put your brother in your past, but to change the relationship of that in the in the way that you look at having your brother and your dad around you and to find well, the experience of that. The experience too. of that. The experience yeah. being in the past. Absolutely. You know? Like the, the death being in the past. The death yeah. being in the past. Exactly. Yes. But right, they yeah. are always with you. Their spirit and they're right. absolutely you will forever carry them. That is present. And it's the present and the future that you choose to then have with them. You Absolutely, know? It, that it's your job to to create that, um, and those are those are your choices that uh, that you you get to make. Yeah, how to carry them forward. Bucket list, right. girl. I love that. Yes. Climb a mountain, yeah. go in a race car, do a hot air balloon. So good. Like, do all the things. And not the things you want to do, paintball, what they would like want to do. all of them. You've paintball. talked about all that stuff. Paintball. We take it back to yeah. the paintball from yeah. last episode. I love so it. So Mary Beth, back together. <laughs> Mary Beth, what yes. is something for your brother that you think he would have really liked? And what would be something for your dad? Could we hear that before yeah. you go? I'd love to hear that. My brother was a big science fiction fan, so... Maybe going to like a, a science fiction con or something like that would be something he would probably really enjoy. Very cool. What would he have dressed up as? <laughs> uh, what would he have dressed up as? A Star Wars. I don't know. Character. Like he liked, yeah, he liked Star Trek. Star Trek? That's yeah. a cool one. Yeah, we yeah. used to watch Star Trek The Next Generation together. So maybe, oh. yeah, maybe he would dress up like Riker or something, you know. That's Girl, so that's great. the one. You got to <laughs> do that. You there you go. Do that. Yeah. And what about for your dad? I don't know. We used to, 
like when we would hang out, like we would go and play putt putt. So I really think like I should do that more often because it does remind me of him. Right. Yeah, there are yeah. Putt, putt places all over the world too. You could yeah, go and to... we ha- and there's a funny story from like the last time that we played with him. There was like a maze, and my kids were like, "Let's go in the maze." And I thought my dad's not going in the maze. He went in the maze, but then like we couldn't find him, and he went the out maze. the emergency exit. And he was like, <laughs> oh my God, I he was love like, it. "I had to go to the bathroom," and he was done with the maze. But it always like brings <laughs> a smile to my face when I like see that post come up of us being in the maze, and I'm like. Yeah, dad just went out the emergency exits because he had to go to the bathroom. He was done. <laughs> I think that's, See, that's amazing. That's the celebration. Yeah, that's yeah. The Look celebration. at the way you smile and you laugh and you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I would suggest making that a part of how you celebrate those days. Truly yeah. celebrate those Definitely. days. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. Mary Beth, thank you so much for calling in and sharing with us and being so open with us. And uh, I hope that everything we said is some sort of help and guidance for you. And we wish you all the best moving forward. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me be on here. And and I truly appreciate all your advice. It was really good. Thank you. So good to see you again. Yeah, so it's good to see you again, Brian. (laughs) Thank you. Nice to meet you, Mary Beth. Good luck. Yes, nice to meet you guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, Boy, wow, it's big, right? Yeah, I get that. Loss, it is loss on a level like that is it's so easy to fall into a pattern. I I would think when the anniversaries come up of just falling into the grief of those situations because they're they're difficult and the the amount of loss that you could feel uh, is. I think. It was huge. And I think also like, and I've never experienced this, but I certainly know people that have losing a loved one to suicide. Mm -hmm. I just, I cannot imagine. And it is absolutely understandable why um, and how a person can feel guilt many, many years later in thinking there should have been something that they saw or noticed or could have done. So my, my heart goes out to Mary Beth and anyone experiencing that kind of loss and, and pain because that is that's really big and she was really brave for coming on here and sharing that across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in texas It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. We have our next caller and we have Marie with us. Hi, Marie. Hello. Hi, Marie. Marie. How are you? 
Oh, thank you for joining us. And you have a thank question for yeah, us. Yeah, what, what can we help you with today, Marie? Or what can we try <laughs> what, to help you with? Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, I'm thinking about a job transition and I've mm-hmm. been, I'm a school teacher, so I'm an educator and I've oh, been- Thank work- you, thank you, thank you for all that you do. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank, thank you. you. So I've been working in my school district in my particular building for the last 19 years. So I've been there a long time. Um, but I feel like I need to grow and mm-hmm. I recognize that, but I'm realizing that I'm also feeling a lot of grief right now about leaving the community that I built there. And oh, of course. Yeah. so I want to yeah. be proactive when I start making the decision of what I'm going to do next of how I can do it in a healthy way. Cause I'm finding myself getting angry at work. Like I'm ready to move on, but it's more a feeling the sadness that I'm going to leave these people for, and my students mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for so long, but also I'm finding fault in everything and I don't, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't want to leave feeling angry. I want to mm. leave in a, you know, I would like to leave in a positive note. So I would ask, have you got the plan of where you're moving on to? No, not yet, but I have some ideas of what to pursue. So then I, I would think, and Randy will tell me if I'm right or wrong, cause he's the, the really good one at this. Do I ever I, say that? Do I ever say no, that's wrong. <laughs> you actually don't, but I'm always no. waiting for it. You haven't I'm always yet, but waiting I, for you to yeah. jump in and be like, "Actually, I'm, sure Sean, it's I'm just going to stop you point, right there." Which is why, yeah. which is why I always say, "Hey, hey, Randy, what do you think of this?" But I would, uh, Marie, I would say, start making your plan. You know, I think you need to move forward in action of where you're going to go. So your brain is focusing on on making that plan instead of just getting frustrated with what is because you, you're not looking at your way out of it. So you're getting frustrated mm-hmm. up because you're sitting in it and it's there and it's happening and you're looking at whatever, the cracks in the walls, who knows what it is. But right. if, you keep, if you move forward with making a plan on where you're going, then your energy goes into that and you start to look at it and you're like, oh, I'm really going to miss those cracks because you know that you're going to be going somewhere else soon. Right now it's just an idea and so it becomes frustrating that there's no action, but it's up to you to put in that action and create that plan to go somewhere else. Um, and then you can find gratitude for where you are and your last moments with it. Right. Yeah. It's definitely an energy switch, <laughs> you know, a mindset that I need to get into. But, yeah. I, you know, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. And then each new school year, I come up with a new excuse why I have to stay or what a new commitment right. that I have. Right. So it's one of those, like, I, I have to make this move for my own professional growth. <laughs> so why why is that then that you, I'm taking a leaf out of Randy's book, I'm asking a question. Why is that that you are making excuses and not moving on, though you've had this desire to do it for a while now? I think some of it is, it feels like a loss. <laughs> I think some of it is maybe disappointing people. <laughs> or in myself mm. or I feel like it's myself but disappointing their people that I'm good that I would leave <laughs> um so those are probably the big ones which one is the strongest right now if you had to pick one which is the biggest um probably the disappointment I think it will be very hard for me to tell people that it was it's my time to try something else <clears throat> so that's where the anger comes in because you don't want to disappoint other people And so then anger starts to happen because you're ready. You're ready to move on. You've been ready. As Sharna was saying, you know, the lack of action is also, if you have a plan, then there's nothing really to be as angry about. But that anger starts to come in because it gets you revved and ready enough to then go, okay, I've really had it now. I've, it, it's been long enough. I don't like this. I see what's wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. I'm right. done as opposed to really honoring yourself. Like, what would it be like to fully honor the fact that you are ready for something different and that is okay? I like that. The honoring, honoring yourself that resonates with me. <laughs> Did that feel yeah. good? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for Honor doing yourself. this, guys. Um, <laughs> You're, whoa, Marie, that was a switch. What, I know, she was right? like, thank yeah. you. Get, have okay. a great day. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's amazing advice from Randy. Um, he's the best. You know, I say thank you. I'm going to, you know, it's yeah. a golden nugget right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in terms of the loss? Because, look, 
It is a loss in the sense of it is changing. What you have had, what you've experienced, what other people have experienced with you being there, it's a loss all around. But I think what we do with loss is we forget the gain that's also mm -hmm. possible. We focus on the loss. I'm not saying that this is easy with death and things like this, but when it comes to a, a job situation or a friendship, there's no balance there. It's only what we're losing without taking into consideration you're wanting something different. You've been thinking about something different. There is something different waiting for you. And some of the feelings, the procrastination, the anger is starting to come up now because you are ready for something different. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's interesting because when I listened to this episode, I thought I was going to be triggered by the very hard topic of a death because I have experienced losing someone close to me in recent years. But it actually made me think this other, you know, I was like, oh, this is triggering other things. And it was just very wow. interesting that this came up when I assumed it was going to be the other thing. Yeah, how interesting. I always try and make a point, Marie, in life of if I know that I'm going to be making a change and I'm going to be grieving the loss of what it is I had before, that I allow myself to be okay with the fact that I'm grieving and not think that maybe I shouldn't make this change because it's going to be hard. That's uh, and I think, and I think a lot of people do that. They go in trying to avoid the grief of a situation or the grieving process. They decide, okay, well, I'm just not going to put myself in that position in the first place. I'm, I'm just going to, mm. I'm just going to stay in the lane that I've been in. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't have to worry then about people possibly judging me for it or having to grieve the loss of something. I'll just, it's, I know this space and I'll just stay in this, this comfortable place. Yes, but if you and your, if you and your heart are feeling like that isn't complete enough for you and you need to move on and there, there are new avenues that you want to experience and jump into and and look at just know that you're going to be grieving what it is you're leaving but that's okay grief doesn't define you and it's not going to be the end of something for you it is a part of the experience so as much as you will be grieving the loss of something uh, older that you were in you'll be celebrating that what you have gained in this new the, this new step in your life. So I would suggest just being open to it and realizing that, that they're not mutually exclusive. You can have both. You can, you can, you can be grieving yeah. one thing and celebrating another at the same time. Two things can be true at the Two same time. Two things can be true. Yes. I like that. <laughs> so like that. final question for you here. My question is, are you ready? Am I ready? Is that the final question? I I want to be. Yes, I am. I'm going to say I am. <laughs> yes, lean okay. into it. Lean into it. So here is a great thing to do. Quick exercise. Other people could do this too. Take five minutes, still yourself, you know, from the, the craziness of the day, bring your attention more inward, uh, let go of what you've already experienced in your day, let go of what you will experience for the rest of the day, and just get to a point where you slow down a little bit get a pen and ask, what are all the things I need to do in order to be ready? Mm -hmm. And you mm. be the one to take dictation and just let it come out of your hand. Just write down all of the steps that you need to do. Maybe you have to have a ceremony, a little burial, a little, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we use the word honoring something, yeah. light a candle, go by a fireplace or a fire pit. Write all the things that you have been grateful for, all the great experiences that you've had. Write a wish for the class or the school or the institution that you're going to be leaving. Write your wish and also write the wish for what you want to step into, what you're ready for. Thank you. That. that was that was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I like good. that a lot. I like that a lot. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy, Randy Spelling. Spelling. Yeah. <laughs> Marie. <laughs> hey, it's all no, about you. It is. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. sharing this with us. And I really, really love 
that you said, I was expecting this to trigger something in the realm of this other grief, but this is what came up. There's so mm. many different forms of grief. And I think it's so important to recognize all of them. So thank you for uh, following that nudge to go, well, I, I kind of felt this and I'm going to share that. So thank you for sharing that. Thank Marie, you for please, in. please, please. Can you keep us uh, updated? Yeah. Just message us and kind of keep us updated on what's going on. Cause I, I'm so uh, excited <laughs> and invested in the, in the change that you're about to make. Right. And I, I yeah. so, I so want to hear how it goes. Uh, All I, right. I'm super excited for you. Yeah. And we'll be thinking of you. All right. Thank you guys. That was Thank wonderful. You, <laughs> Thanks Thank you so for calling much. in. Thanks for Bye. calling in. Thank you. Oh, Marie. She's awesome. I she's get that. Awesome. Well, how interesting that grieving of it's she, hard. you know, the place that she's about to leave to yeah. go to a new of course. a new job. That's um that's really big. Yeah. yeah. It's that, you know, making making big moves like that in life are you're stepping into an unknown and that is scary. And you it's it makes sense to grieve the loss of something that has been a, a steady, stable place for you to be for God, I mean, she's talking 19 years. Yeah. That, that, that's a big, it's that's a, a yeah. big commitment and a big part, part of life. We are going to get into a couple of questions okay. and there's one that is uh, sticking out for me, especially because of what is happening this week in the world and uh, what we're seeing happen over in Israel and Palestine and the conversations around it. And this question is, it's so beautiful. It's from Michelle and it says, why do I feel affected by the death of someone that I did not personally know? I think collectively we are all experiencing that grief right now in seeing the footage that is so um, incredibly uh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking raw, to watch heartbreaking. and raw. And I think it's very triggering for all of us. And I, I think for me, my answer to that question is that I put myself in the shoes of the people that loved that person. I put myself in, in those shoes and imagine how I would feel losing that person in my life and I relate it to my life and it becomes very, very real when I do that. And I think when we see so much of it right now, it's, it's hard to escape that, that feeling of putting yourself in other people's shoes and um, having empathy for other people. You know, Michelle, I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I honestly wouldn't want to be a person that doesn't feel affected by the death of someone that I didn't know personally. Um, I was thinking I, the same thing. Yeah, I I so value the the empathy that I've found in life and I try and connect on some level with every other human being on this planet and and if that if that is a way then that to me is a blessing. That that is something that I wouldn't want to have be any other way. Another question here we have from Becca that says, how often should you check in on a friend who is grieving? It's a great question. I love what Kelly shared mm -hmm. uh, in the episode where she said, someone wrote me every single day. This, you don't have to check in on someone every day. Um, but she said, someone wrote me every day. It's not it's so how much, you check in. It's how. It's right. not so much the quantity, but how. So if you just say, right. well, how are you doing? No one right. wants That's to answer a loaded that question. question. It's homework, yeah. Kelly. Said. And it feels yeah. like homework. Yeah. So maybe you send something compassionate or you just say, I'm thinking about just you. Just checking on you. Just wanted to tell you I love you. You know, if you need anything, you let me know. Mm. Yeah. And you do that on a daily basis. Yeah. Or whenever you feel it in your heart, if you're thinking about them, write something. Yeah. Without an expectation of something back. You're right. I, yes. Yeah, I love that. I thought Kelly said it perfectly in our episode. What would you say the hardest part of grief is? I can't shake off my depression. Uh, that's, Danielle that's sent one. that in. Thank yeah. you for that question. I think it's probably different for everyone. We had a caller this episode that has talked about the guilt that she can't get past. Um, and I, I believe, I mean, I can only imagine depression is, is a really difficult thing to get past. Uh, Randy, what would you suggest for Danielle? Yeah, I would say all the stages of grief are difficult. Depression to me seems like one of the hardest ones uh, because there's there's anger, but then that gives way. De depression is more of a sinking type stage. 
that can feel hard to get out of. I, look, there are many ways to help with depression. Um, I think exercise is a big one. I think movement, I think uh, forms of therapy, uh, talking with a professional who can help you through this. It doesn't have to be forever. I mean, so many people go, oh, I don't want to do this forever. It doesn't have to be forever. It can be a, a shorter, limited amount of time to help you get to perhaps a different stage, right? Because if you're in the, the depression part, maybe you have to go through that in order to get to more acceptance. So it's just having a little bit of help a bridge to get you from one stage to the next. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you, Randy. Can we get on to question nine? Steven. Steve, my son is transgender and I support him, but I feel guilty for grieving the loss of who he was before. Am I wrong for feeling this way? And what advice can help me with the grief? Wow. What a big, a question. big question. And yeah. it, it, I mean, I, I totally understand that you, you bring a human into the world, you know, that is is this human that you, you start to raise and that human says, actually, I feel like I am this. And I, as, as accepting and loving as a, a parent would be, and I hope they would be, I imagine there is a feeling of grief for the beautiful life that you brought into the world. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you're wrong at all for feeling, uh, for grieving the loss of... Because that's an, that's an understandable feeling. I think it's important, though, also to celebrate the new life as well. It's what Absolutely. we were talking about before, that you can have two emotions at the same time. They're not mutually exclusive. You can be grieving the loss of one and then celebrating the birth, the birth of, of, a, yeah. of, a, of a new life and, and new joy and new possibilities and this new journey. Um, you, can have, you can have both. You should have both. And I think with any emotion, anytime you fight that emotion, I feel guilty. Is it wrong to feel guilty? Feeling wrong about something that you're feeling makes it worse. So mm. allowing yourself to feel what it is you feel can bring it up and make it move out quicker. Mm -hmm. And it makes total sense. Look, I, I think as parents, we all have ideas for our children whether it's the, the, the gender that we bring into the world and the life that we think they're going to have, or it's, you know, I want, I, I want something for them or I see something for them and that is different. There is grief of the loss of the idea that you had or how you uh, knew that person. But again, on the other side, what's waiting to be maybe embraced or discovered as well is the newness that can also come in from that. Yeah, absolutely. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Layla, I am grieving the loss of someone suddenly, but I'm also so angry that I didn't get to say goodbye. I keep thinking about the what ifs and I don't know what can help me feel better. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Relatable. Yeah. You know, it's a big one. So relatable. Every single person I've ever talked to, even some of my guides who, this is going to sound crazy, but have had full conversations with people who have crossed over. Mm-hmm. And that is a real thing for them. I can tell you that they still ask those questions. There's such a humanness and a part of human behavior that says, I, I should have called them more. I should have seen them more. What if I could have done this? And the thing is, if it didn't happen then it happened the way that it needed to, even if we don't understand it, even if that is so hard to reconcile. So it's fighting against what is, and it's a losing battle. You will Mm. never win that battle. You're you're never going to be able to change it at this point. So you can only, from this point moving forward, uh, use it for the relationships that that you have now with people that are around you. No more what if. If you can, if you catch yourself, then maybe change what if to two new words that you can use what now. Mm. Not what if, but what now. I love that. I love that, Randy. It's not if, but what now. I think we're going to have to end it on there. There's so many more questions. Oh, yeah. There's so many more questions, and I want to thank everyone for sending them in. Uh, We truly appreciate them. We try to get to as many as we can. We would be here for hours. And though that would be fun for us, I'm not sure everyone would make it through the episode. Uh, but because we do love after all, them. we are oldish. We and, are oldish. Yeah. And, uh, and we do love to ramble on you and I. Um, and just, yeah. to, just to reiterate this one more time, this episode was a a big episode. I think at times grief can feel very heavy. Um, I thank you too. Thank you everyone listening for being in this with us because look, sometimes we just want something light and entertainment and something as a commute on the way home. And you're like, wow, I didn't expect all of this, but Mm. this is something that every single one of us has gone through, is going through and will go through. And with everything happening right now, not to get too deep into this, but we are all sharing grief in some way collectively, whether it's really personal to you or it's the collective of what's happening in the world. And I just want to send a shout out and a thank you for being in this together. Any good thoughts that you can send to um, you know, anyone in the world uh, for peace, right? Peace in our own lives, peace in our hearts, Peace to the people who lost someone. Peace to anyone who has already transitioned. Just peace all around. We would be so appreciative. We would be. We acknowledge everything that is happening in Israel and Palestine right now. And we do not support the acts of terrorism by Hamas. And that we are sending love to all of the victims, all people affected, and everyone that is suffering right now because of this. Once again, thank you to Kelly Rizzo for coming on and helping us discuss the topic of grief. Thank you so much for the questions that you sent in. This is an incredibly deep topic and conversation, and I'm sure we will revisit this many more times. Thank you to both of you. Thank for, you, Brian. For, and to for you helping too. for helping this week. This was a big one. This is what our show's gonna be. I mean, we're gonna have we're gonna have the lighter topics that are fun, and then we're gonna have these very real ones also. But this is all part of the human experience. Absolutely. And, and these are all shared emotions. So we wanna touch on as many as we possibly can, but we thank you all for listening. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, you guys are amazing. Make sure you guys go and follow us on Instagram at, at oldishpod. And you can also go and leave us a message at our own hotline, which is 855-OLDISH-3. Make sure and write us a review. Leave us five stars if you loved it. Leave us five stars if you didn't. We it love helps. five stars. <laughs> we love five stars. Yeah, we like five stars. stars. Yeah. See you all next right. week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week, everyone. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.